Hey y'all, thank you so much for being with me today on Love You To Life. I am so glad and grateful you are here. I'm Kelly and this is Love You To Life, truth and wisdom for the next generation. Our space to have real, honest, and necessary conversations on topics that matter to you. So it has been about four months since the last episode and a lot has changed. Just a few quick updates and announcements. One, I just want to say thank you because I had only recorded about four episodes, I think. Let's see, we did the trailer. Episode one and two was a mindset for 2021. So the trailer, episode one, episode two. Episode three was Dear Black Boys, which is still my favorite. So if you have not listened to Dear Black Boys, whether you are a boy or a girl or a parent or a teacher, please listen to that. And then episode four was managing academic pressures. So in total, including the trailer, we recorded five episodes and y'all, we had almost 2,000 listeners. So that is you guys because I didn't put any ads out. All I did was send text messages to my friends and say, hey, I started a podcast. Please listen and share it with any young person that you know. I also want to thank my mom and my Aunt Lona because they also sent this to so many people. And, um, you know, I couldn't have had that amount of listeners without them and all of their friends. So really, y'all, this is a true example of a grassroots growth. Okay, because it was it, it felt very personal. It was people that I knew sharing this with other people that they knew. And I really appreciate that because if you know me, then you know I'm such a relationship person. I would prefer to grow this way as opposed to ads. So again, thank you so much. And I I just cannot believe it. And if you know me, then you know I don't do anything for numbers. I don't really care about any of that. To me, it's like, you know, when I'm recording these things, I literally imagine that I'm talking to my class and that I'm talking to students So I don't really care about the numbers. I just care about the impact. But that's big. Four episodes. I'm like not, I'm not famous or anything. So to have almost 2,000 listeners, that's, that's amazing. So thank you so much. And I'm really privileged and grateful for all of your support and for the ways that you have responded to this. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And it really, honestly, it means so much to me. The next thing is I have officially resigned from Chicago Public Schools. And that means that I am no longer a teacher. I'm no longer under contract. I Actually, I don't know officially when my contract ends with CPS. But as of April, I submitted my resignation. So last week when school was out, That was the last time that I will clock in and out from Chicago Public Schools. And so it's been five years with them in the classroom. I'm grateful for the experience. I'm grateful for all of the students that I got to meet. Um, Hundreds of students that have touched my life. And I hope that I have impacted yours in a big way. So Um, I say that I won't miss CPS, but I will miss my students. And that is the truth. So 
What that means for you is if you are a student who subscribed to this podcast through email and you put your CPS email in, or you're a student who we just talked through your CPS email, I won't be able to do that anymore. So what I'll need you to do is if you have a personal email, I need you to subscribe to this podcast with your personal email. So not your CPS email, because once CPS deletes, I guess, deletes my email because I'm no longer an employee, I will not be able to contact you. Okay, so what I need you to do is subscribe to this podcast with your personal email And some of you have subscribed through your parents' personal email, which is also fine. So we just need a way for us to communicate because I won't be able to communicate with you anymore through the CPS email. So subscribe to the podcast with a personal email, whether that's your own or your parents. Or you can email me at kelly at loveyoutolife.co. You can email me with your personal email and then I'll have it. Okay, so let's get started. Today, we are going to take the first step in building and writing your own personal mission statement. All right, so we're going to answer some very important questions about who we want to become and what we want our lives to be so that next week we can start working on actually writing your personal mission statement. I got the idea of leading you through this exercise from lots of reflections I've had over the last few weeks, but ultimately from my dad who wrote a personal mission statement for his own children. This past Mother's Day, I thought about my own desires to be a wife and a mother. And I gave thanks obviously to my mom who was and is a good example of who a mother should be. I know that she's listening, so thank you, mommy. And then on Father's Day, I reflected on my dad and the one thing that always stands out to me about him is his legacy. That has led me here, thinking about life, hope, legacy, the future, and purpose. We can't go through the days nonchalant and without intention. We have to go through our days being driven and led. I think about the mission statement my dad wrote about what he wanted for me and my siblings occasionally, and I have to believe that his words, written over 20 years ago, is part of what has driven me to make certain choices and also avoid certain choices. Him writing this mission statement for his children, I'm sure, um, put intention and purpose around the way that him and my mom raised us. I think that this mission statement was his anchor in the way that he interacted with us because he knew exactly what he desired for us to become. So I want to read that mission statement for you all right now. Mission statement for the Birdsong children. Sabrina, Kelly, and Ricky are first of all grateful. They understand that to have breath each day is God's gift to them, but how they live their lives is their gift to God. They have been blessed with the Holy Spirit and bear the fruit of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Please and thank you are two of their frequent expressions. 
They know that winners are made and not born. They are confident that God has placed in them all the qualities they need to be winners. They understand that they must develop and use these qualities to their fullest potential. They give 100% effort in every endeavor. They are not afraid to try anything because they know that to not try is the biggest failure of all. They are confident that they will enjoy success in every area of their lives and they know that they are richly blessed. They will share the fruit of their success with others, never forgetting that their achievements are God's gifts to them. Kelly, Ricky, and Sabrina will not experiment with drugs, alcohol, cigarettes, or any other destructive substance. They will have the courage to say no when offered any such vice. They will respectfully yet boldly reject any philosophy that is contrary to the word of God. They know that they are responsible for their actions and will not seek to blame others for the choices they make. They will treat all people, even their enemies, the way they would like to be treated. They will obey their parents and seek their guidance regarding the issues of life. They are assured that they will never lose the love of their parents. They understand that their parents' discipline is proof of their deep love for them. Ricky, Sabrina, and Kelly may learn from many people along the path of life, but they will always look to the Holy Scriptures as their ultimate source of wisdom and knowledge. Jesus Christ is their perfect teacher and role model. People will remember these three because of their great compassion for others. When their lives are over, God will say to each one, well done, good and faithful servant. And again, that was written by my dad, Ricky Allen Birdsong. I'm not sure exactly when it was written, but I know for a fact it had to be written over 20 years ago because he, he was killed over 20 years ago. And so, um, man, so he wrote that. I wasn't even 10 years old when he wrote that, but he wrote that as, um, you know, he wrote that for what he wanted our lives to become. And I thank him for that. But, you know, I remember as a child, especially after my dad died, I would say please and thank you a lot, not only because it was polite and I was raised to do it, but because it was written in his mission statement. So for me, that was like a way to honor him even in his death and I also remember the moment that I decided that I wasn't going to curse or I wasn't going to use any profanity in my life I was in fifth grade and and I don't know why this this memory even stands out but I was in fifth grade and I was in the stairwell at the elementary school that I went to and it was just in that moment that I was like, you know what, I'm not, and I don't even think I was cursing then because, you know, I was so young. We didn't even, I don't think we talked like that. I hope we didn't. But I just remember making that decision that I was not going to curse or use profanity in my life because my dad was in heaven and he was looking down on me. And I don't really even understand how all of that works. I don't know if he can see me or if he can hear me. I don't know. But at that young age of 10 years old, or 11, in my mind, he could see and hear everything. And so I was like, you know what? I'm not going to curse because I know daddy wouldn't want me to. 
Uh, so aside from his personal personal mission statement that he wrote for me, um, you know, I've just always kind of wanted to live a life that makes him proud. So to this day, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do drugs. Um, today at 32 years old, over 20 years after this mission statement was written, my most important desire is that one day when I stand before God, he will say to me, well done, thy good and faithful servant. You see, I've carried my dad's words with me, and although he wrote the mission statement for me, it's still mine, and I couldn't have written a better one myself. Personal mission statements ground our lives in purpose. When reading the one my dad wrote for us, I noticed that it guides what he wanted us to believe and how he wanted us to act. And so he wanted us to believe in God and be led by the Holy Spirit, and then he wanted us to act in a way that shows compassion for other people. So as we prepare for you to write your own, let's start there. What do you want to believe? If you haven't yet, go back and listen to the two-part series on a mindset for 2021. What we discussed in those episodes is the mental foundation you must build your life on. So what do you want to believe? And then what do you value or want to value? Your answers to these will take care of the belief portion of your personal mission statement. The next part of it is what do you want to do? How do you want to treat people? How do you want people to remember you? What impact do you want to have on those closest to you, your community, and the world? My dad's mission statement for us was pretty long, but yours doesn't have to be. We have to start thinking about these things because for too long, your generation has walked aimlessly, chasing the world at the expense of your soul. And, um, you know, as I was sitting here kind of getting everything set up for this episode, I was thinking like, I don't really think that like my grandparents wrote a personal mission statement. And, you know, I think that they've lived very purposeful lives. But I also didn't think that they had to. You know, back then, they lived a much more simple life. But these days, there are so many distractions. And if we don't get serious and intentional about the lives that we want to live, uh, we will, like I just said, we will continue to walk aimlessly, chasing the world at the expense of our soul. So at the end of next week's episode, you'll have your own personal mission statement written and will be another step closer to living a life of purpose and intention. So here's your homework for today. Write your answers to the following questions. What do you want to believe? Again, if you haven't yet, go back and listen to the two-part series on a mindset for 2021. What do you value or what do you want to value? And there's a difference between those two questions because what you value now may not be what you actually want to value, but you probably haven't ever thought about the things that you actually value. So what do you value and what do you want to value? What do you want to do with your life? How do you want people to see you? How do you want to treat people? What impact do you want to have on those closest to you, your community, and the world? 
Let your answers to these questions be through a lens of hope for the future. And with God's help, you'll be amazed at how it keeps you on course, just like my dad's has done for me. Before we end, I just want to say I know most children today, unfortunately, aren't growing up with a consistent father in the home. And some of you may not get to see your father at all. So maybe you don't have the example that I had. But like I used to tell my students, you get to change your family's future and the generations to follow. You can do it. I believe in you. And honestly, we're all counting on you. So that's it for today. Again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being patient with me. I'm so glad to be back. If you haven't yet, please rate this podcast. I don't really understand why or how, but podcast ratings help podcasts reach more people. Also, do us all a favor and share this podcast with your friends and the whole fam. Again, we're trying to change a whole generation and we can't do it alone. If you've ever been one of my students, you know how we end things. With a personal individual, I love you. So as always, I love you to life. I'm back for a second because I forgot to mention that I also have a brand new website for the podcast. The original website I designed and built myself and I was very, very proud of it because it was the first time that I've ever designed and built a website. But um, I switched to a a podcast website or I don't really know how to explain it, but they specialize in creating uh, websites for podcasts. And so my favorite feature of this new website is that you get to leave a voicemail. So please go to my website and leave a voicemail. You can share with me your thoughts about today's episode. You can give me some topics that you want me to discuss on future episodes. You can answer the questions from your homework today. You can leave me a voicemail with the answers to those questions. And if you leave me a voicemail from today's episode, I will do a giveaway. Um, I also have a shop where you can purchase shirts for this podcast. So anyone who leaves a voicemail on my website, you will be entered into a random drawing. I will select three people, three people who leave a voicemail um, and I will send you a free shirt. So you leave a voicemail, I'll get back to you. I will ask you for your size and for your address. Again, there will be three winners um, and I will, I'll do the drawing next week. So I'll give you a week. And yeah, I'm really excited for this, this voicemail feature because I get to hear you and, and it'll be more, more like a conversation. So again, thank you so much. And now I'm for real out. I love you so much and I'll talk to you next week.